You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Don't tell me it's Wednesday night already, already. is it, boys? Wednesday. Where's, we, have, we have Woogie. too much fun. What, mate? What's going on? It's Wednesday night already. What? Can you believe it? End of... What's going on? I wanted to go back to Monday right now. Can we just <laughs> click our fingers and it's Monday morning again, boys? Mm. Welcome to Wednesday sure. night edition of Sports Day. Gary Belcher coming to you tonight from the Canberra Raiders home studio. So we're after your great Raiders players. Where does Badge sit amongst the great Raiders players? That's well, I, was ho- I was hoping to do this about a week later. I know he's in the room. Finished up at the top of the table. I know he's in the room. And well, they uh, finished. They finished tenth last year. Yeah, and he doesn't like people I'm just talking about him. He doesn't like talking about He doesn't like talking about himself as well. But uh, Badge is one of the greatest Raiders of all time. You talked to Laurie Daly. I spoke to Laurie Daly on a number of occasions, and he said they wouldn't have been as successful if Badge wasn't in the jersey number one. Coming from himself, one of the all-time great players Mm. across the board. That's very nice to hear, but I know that our listeners will have many, many uh, players ranked above me. And and let us know, who is your your favourite player? Um, Are we still catching up with... um, Can we play that interview we did before, Woogie? We <laughs> Badge teed up an interview with one of the greats from the Raiders. Say, say who it is, Badge. I don't want to. Sammy Backo, Big Slam, and Sam. And I'm glad we who, uh, recorded it. And we recorded it, and there was a few little uh, expletives dropped. But that's Sam. All he's just uh, he just tells it like it is. And he is some uh, of our listeners' champion. favourites because when we covered the yeah. Brisbane Broncos, of course, finished fifteenth this year. Some of the listeners said, my, "Even though I wasn't a Broncos fan, one of my favourites was Sammy yeah. Backo." And, you know, he, he, I don't think he had his best years there. He, he, he left the Raiders at the end of 88, had a couple of seasons with the Broncos. Just his knees, he, his knees didn't, didn't last. And, um, you know, I reckon his best years were probably 87, 88. Um, but still, there's some great memories of him. He's, he's, geez, he's played some great origin and test footy too. Took me a half hour to edit that interview. Uh, and, I, and I had to double <laughs> check with Sats to go, have I got all the F-bombs out now, Sats? <laughs> He goes, yes, mate. So it's Sats's responsibility if one sneaks through. I just want to say that. So Sam Backo, mm, come please up. Please don't hold us responsible. <laughs> Coming up real soon. <laughs> um, breaking news: Mitch Pearce has officially asked for a release from Newcastle. That's good. If he's, if it's true what we're hearing, you signed a contract with Catalans. Well, you, you'd think that uh, there would have been some discussions going on behind closed doors, but until he actually received that that official release from his management, um, he wasn't going anywhere. So I think over the next uh, probably two days, we'll. We'll hear an announcement of some sorts that he's he's going to be granted that release and and he'll take up a contract with the Catalans Dragons. Now, I, I suppose what's at play here is not so much his manager. He's one of his very good friends is Jimmy Maloney, who 
um, lives over there and has just finished playing. Another one of his very close friends is Todd Carney, who spent some time over there as well. Um, and I, he would have had, he would have been getting a fair bit of feedback from those two players. Who, you know, we, we live in a world now where um, the current generation they don't they don't want to listen to experts or whatever it may be. They will listen to their mates first before they listen to experts. And I think mm. he would have had some pretty positive feedback about their time in the UK Super League. And at 32 years of age, with one year remaining on his contract, I. He suppose he feels as though he, he wants to get the opportunity to travel badge and play footy at the I same would say, time. Sats, I would say just go and do it if the, your chance is there. Oh, look, at, at the moment, there's a, a little bit of a side story. The Raiders are actually um, they're putting together an exhibition at the Canberra Museum Gallery, a special exhibition for the 40th anniversary of the Raiders. Um, and so asking about, you know, the old boots and training gear and uh, fan mail and anything else you can gather and anything to do with when you played the right, any, any players. And when you start going through that stuff, you realise it's not about how much money you get paid. It's not about... Mm. It's just about the great experiences you have. And if you can go over and, and play overseas... I had a few months at, at uh, Castlefit in the off-season. We had to play and we could play in the off-season back then. Just fantastic memories. And footballers, if they get a chance before their career's over, um, yeah, go and do it. So well, I reckon Mitch is he's all but... Um, gone, isn't he, from uh, from Newcastle and yeah. going to be in that competition over there. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it because we've got a lot of Newcastle fans that listen to our, our show and I feel as though that there's no ready-made replacement unless there's something waiting in the wings uh, to replace Mitch Pearce, um, someone who is of of a, of a senior value that can really control a side and, and not a rookie. And um, I, I feel as though that Newcastle, unless we don't know anything, unless they really, from a salary cap point of view, need to free up six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars in their salary cap, mm. uh, I would have liked to have him to stay for the twenty twenty two season. I'm much, I'm much more comfortable with this that he's going to another competition rather than just another yeah. NRL club because he got a better offer and a longer deal yeah. and, and was breaking his contract. If they can come to a mutual agreement, I hope, I hope the Knights are. You know, I, I hate to think that they're filthy about this. Um, because that's what we don't want. You, you want players to see out their contract. But, mm. um, well, boys. Know, like said, looks like it's done. Hopefully, uh, Bedsy will be on the show uh, tomorrow There's night. no way in the world he's well, coming he, on the show tomorrow he night. He promised me Monday in a text, Jace, later in the week. Oh, he will duck and weave and say, oh, you know what? Really? He will duck and oh, weave. He'll go, Bedsy, he just won't answer the questions. Times. He won't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the worst phone too, hasn't he? Remember we had to talk to him every week for yeah. Red Energy. And he's, it's like he was in he's some sort of ears as well. He can't hear what we're saying. <laughs> hey, uh, Penrith Panthers has issued Tyrone, with, uh, Tyrone May, I should say, with a show cause. He's got a week. He'll face the board next Wednesday. What, what's gonna hap- what, what will happen in that week and what do you expect Tyrone May to go back with? Wouldn't a show cause notice normally be show cause why you won't get this certain penalty? Mm. So we don't know. Is that to say they're going to sack him or they're going to stand him down yeah, for so a number of weeks? Yeah. Or what will what will be on that notice? Have we got any idea? No, yet? we've got no so idea. What's, I mean, I'm led to believe that it is termination. Um, mm. You've got to show, as you're saying, Baz, show cause as to why we should not terminate you. Now, I've got no doubt that his coach, Ivan Clear, will have a heavy say. He'll have his input, but it doesn't come down to the coach and the CEO. It comes down to, a, as we said, a board of directors that will be a majority vote. From the official media re- release from the Panthers today, it says his conduct constituted a serious breach of his NRL playing contract. And it was. Well, it, it was. It was you know, just uh, not long after the grand final, a, a social media post that he puts up. It was surrounding his court matter that he went through, and um, he quoted a line from a... Uh, from a 
uh, from a song as a well. A rapper or something. Yeah, like it's just, it's, you know, it's It's not his first offence, is it? It's not. It's not his first offence. And he's lucky and, and that he, he didn't uh, didn't face some sort of custodial uh, time as well in, in prison. for, And the magistrate wanted to put him behind bars. So he's very lucky that he's playing mm. rugby league. He's very lucky yeah. that he oh. got to play in a grand final side. And um, Has he brought the name of the Penrith Panthers down? Yes, he has. Mine? Absolutely. Yeah, he has. And they've got to determine, are they, are they prepared to give him another chance? And with his track record, you know, another uh, possibility that he'll do something else that'll, that'll bring down their good name. Do you know what, Badger, and I think you agree with me, and Woogie may be the same, I'm all for players um, and having a, a second coming. You know, uh, you know, if they've done wrong, that we, you know, game, the rugby league and sport is a very forgiving game, and, and you give back to the game in the, in the best way possible. But I think Tyrone May would also agree right now that that post that he did um, in the hours or the days after the grand final is probably one of the most ridiculous and silliest things that he's done in his very short life. So if he, he had his time again, I'm, I think he wouldn't do it. But unfortunately, guess what? It's already happened. Hey, what about when we clicked on social media today and we saw that Greg Inglis has signed with the Sea Eagles for 2022? Well, I thought this is oh, massive. Well, news. I thought if you play for South Sydney and you win a comp, yep. there is no way that you go to Manly. You no. never go to the Sea Eagles. No, all the Roosters, mortal enemies. Yeah, but we know it's the Maxville Sea Eagles. Fair enough. And we've we've actually got a text message here: zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Grafton Grafton Bronco says hi. Boys, your thoughts on GI playing for the Maxwell Seagulls in the Group 2 Rugby League competition. Badge, the only thing I'm thinking about right. is the poor bloke that just plays country rugby league on a weekend. He goes and has a few beers with his mates on a Saturday afternoon. One of his mates has got his 21st the night before yeah, the game. Yeah, and he thinks, oh, who, who are you playing tomorrow? <laughs> playing Maxwell. Who are you marking? Greg Inglis. Oh, good luck. <laughs> May as well have a few more, son. It's going to be a long day. Oh, I love it. I love uh, that he's gone yeah, back to country footy. That's great. Yeah. That is great, yeah. Hey, I'm... You know what you just said? Ian Roberts? He went from South to Manly. He did. John O'Neill, Lurch O'Neill. Yeah, Ray Brannigan. Yeah, mm. a few of them. But, uh, yeah, good good pickup, Maxville. That's uh, that's great. And and we'll be keeping an eye on how they go now. That'll put them on the map, the Maxville Seagulls. Hey, why well, don't, why don't we go down there and do a sports day from there? Love it. Can you can you get that? I'm already there. Happening? Okay. You, can't, can't, you can't there. go over the border. Oh, Jesus. Woogie. Yeah, Ken, um, we haven't spoke about your back injury. Now you're you went to the chiropractor today, and you yeah, hurt I've your back. I've been going for ages. Yeah, now. and you haven't played golf for a long time, which is probably good for all golfers that are out <laughs> at the same time. But in saying that, can you tell the listeners how you hurt your back? It was a serious injury, Scott. I was raking leaves, <laughs> so and they weren't they weren't branches or anything like that. They were just leaves, and my back went. See, that's what happens when you do things that you know you normally do. Yeah. I haven't raked badge in about two, three years. I didn't even know we <laughs> had a rake. <laughs> well, I, I, your wife sent me a photo, and it was actually the wheelbarrow you were using. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even know what a rake was. Hey, you talk about weird injuries, how you sustain weird injuries. Remember David Kidwell? Very yeah. good player, centre, back rower, in the coaching ranks now. Played for the Bunnies. Yeah, he, he ruptured his ACL. I'm pretty sure it's David Kidwell. He ruptured his ACL at his daughter's second birthday party or something. I don't it's like just weird ways Most to Most bloody two-year-olds can hit hard. What about um, Scotty Bolton? Did, he's, did he cut his, nearly cut his thumb off fishing, didn't Fishing, he? yeah. He's a mad fisherman, Scott Bolton. Are the yeah. Cowboys? Nearly severed his finger off. 
Yeah, mm. strange injuries. I like that one, Sats. Yeah. Let's throw it out there. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Have you had any tough injuries like myself with a plastic <laughs> rake? Five bucks from Bunnings, just raking a couple of leaves on the <laughs> oh, lawn. See, that's that's work, it. You bought mate. the cheap yeah. one. Evening, boys. Absolutely love the show. Thank you for that, Reptile. Tyrone May needs to go. Absolute pelican. Woogie, glory, glory, brother. Thank you very much, Reptile. (laughs) You are welcome on this show anytime. Right here, lads. Let's get into this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Farmers Business Network October sale on now. Order online with confidence, fbn.com slash direct. Now, uh, of course, we open up the show with Glenn, the Newcastle reality king. Um, G'day, Sats, Badge and Woogie. Uh, given SAS is finished and you don't appreciate my Bachelorette updates, will you guys be watching Big Brother VIP next week? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Actually, Matty oh. Cooper's on it. Ex-Dragon star. Yeah, cool. New South Wales Australian player. He's and on it. So that'll, that'll bring a bit of credibility to the oh, show. Jessica Power. Don't get me started What a her. waste of oxygen, that thing. What about <laughs> the lips on it? And Megan Markle's <laughs> half-brother is going to write a letter to Megan. I'm sure that'll get through to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Won't pass the... Uh, I'm your half-brother. It's, just, gate. it's yeah. like, what's that, oh, what's that show, Dr. Phil, isn't it, just about? Yeah. Now, uh, huge <laughs> news out of the... T20 World Cup uh, badge, Woogie and listeners. Of course, uh, South African wicketkeeper Quentin de Kock withdrew from the World Cup match against the West Indies after refusing to take a knee in that match. Uh, South African Cricket Board has has instructed players to take a knee for the remainder of the tournament. He's not only pulled out of that game, it looks like he's pulled out of the entire tournament. Quentin de Kock. I'd love to hear what our listeners have to uh, to say about this because – um, whilst I kind of go, you know, if it was me, I would take a knee every time in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. But the way it has played out, if you look at the, 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 the circumstances around it, um, they were told, is this right, on the bus on the way to the game? Yeah, it was a decision made by the South African Cricket Board, but, yeah, communicated to the team on the bus leading to the match. That they must all take a knee yes. for the remainder of the tournament. Mm. So they didn't really get a great chance to, to, to let it sink in, to give it some thought, to, to perhaps protest or to go and talk to anyone about it. They just got told you have to do this. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean, as some people are straight away jumping up and down saying, oh, he's racist. It, I don't think it means, no, it certainly doesn't, for me it doesn't mean that he's racist. Or he might just be refusing to, to do what he's told, but he might have some genuine deep, reasons around why he doesn't want to do this but he just has, did just didn't get a chance to even debate it did he yeah yeah and the, you know what bad you always put yourself in the same situation especially when the black lives matter movement um started surfacing across world sport um and you start asking yourself you know would you be taking a knee yourself now it's it's obviously a, a personal matter um but i would think in this situation if you are told as a team first and foremost uh, that forms a division amongst your team straight away when you're told to do something um, in a world of you know, everyone likes to have their uh, freedom of, of thought. Um, mm. I would like to think that I'd have the decision uh, if I could sit and think about it, like you said. And if if I was going to um, be a, a player or a person that wasn't going to, to kneel for Black Lives Matter, that I'd have the opportunity to talk to my teammates who I think it may offend. Yes. And you've got to be able to have yeah, those to conversations. So, you know, even a few days or a week's notice from the moment they got into camp, but that, for mine, is, um, is, is difficult circumstances. He, as you said, he won't play, we believe, in the rest of 
uh, the rest of the tournament. So but you can tell us what you think. 0457-736-736 is our text number. So that's just a couple of quick ones. The Raiders uh, have given Adam Elliott a lifeline, a 12-month deal after his Bulldogs contract. Um, you know, some repeated off-field dramas that he had. I think that is. So, I think it's a really good signing for... Uh, for the Canberra Raiders. I think it's a really good move for Adam Elliott, who's now got to peel back the layers and start again. Uh, he's a tremendous mm. player, Adam Elliott. And not well, we, only is he a good might... signing, I think, it's, I think it's really good that he's actually got out of Sydney. He's into Canberra. Yes. And I think Ricky, with his, his not only his hard-nosed stance and his approach to rugby league, but his ability to, to understand the player as well, I think is really important for Adam Elliott. Um, and, you know, we might be talking very soon about Tyrone May and the fact that he has to find another club and get a second chance and appreciate just uh, what it is that he lost or, or, or almost lost. So, and, uh, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, and the best interview we've ever done twice, Adam Elliott. Oh, he's great. He's a, he's yeah. a great kid to talk to. It's yeah. just, he just shouldn't good. drink alcohol. Simple mm. as that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Hey, the Matildas last night, that draw with Brazil. Um, not happy. They Exciting and heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, Sam, Claire Polkinghorn scored the first, but Sam Kerr in the second half, she scored her 49th international goal. So remember Timmy Cale's got the record in mm. the men's, 50 for the Socceroos, 49 for the Matilda. She's going to go past that sometime very soon, isn't she, about 50 mark? Well, 2-0 at one stage. Oh, two Polkinghorn, yeah. then Sam Kerr, 2-0 at one stage, and all, and all of a sudden Brazil and a couple of their superstars, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like yeah, I said, it's, fell apart. It's um, it's exciting that you know we're ranked eleventh in the world, Brazil seventh and climbing, uh, with some tremendous players. And the Matildas to do what they've done the last two friendlies, it's um, it's a really good sign for our program. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what about Adam right. Peacock? Woogie? Picked it. He did too. He, he said, said a draw. draw, didn't he, last yeah. night? Mm. You wouldn't back that, Woogie? Me? No, nah, mate. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a punt. What do you mean? <laughs> Hey, uh, and, and uh, Satch, you came into work today and you're not really happy with the Dolphins jersey or something. You're saying that you, you don't like it? No, no, like no. It? I said, have you seen the Dolphins jersey? It's interesting. And then you vomited. The I don't like it. They, well, what's it they, like? They, Describe it. Oh, no. In their defence. Is it they, not their traditional Dolphins jersey set? Well, the it's Dolphins, a little bit like their traditional jersey. A little bit like it, but it's more a, uh, a retro look, which I think is mainly going to be for the retro round, the one that they've released at the moment with Adventure Kings, which is one of their major sponsors across the front. Um, I, I think they'll release a, a week-by-week jersey. But at the moment, the retro jersey, which has been slammed quite a bit from rugby league fans, they don't like it. Of course, Craig Young, the, the Dragons legend he and board member, he sort of he warned the Dolphins against using the red V, which, of course, has been synonymous with them for mm. since their inception. Well, they're, they're, they're more red with a white V sometimes, aren't they? They but are, yeah. You, you hate, like I think he's saying, don't have your alternative jumper, your, your, you know, your... Away jumper as white with a red V. That's just not on. That's that's dragons. And I think everyone realised. I don't think the dolphins would do that. Mm. Radio oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Our text number. You can text about anything tonight. Uh, weird injury injuries. Uh, your favourite uh, Raiders player of all time as badges coming from the Canberra Raiders home studio. Thoughts on Quinton de Kock? We're getting a few texts through. On that, only a few we can read out. Uh, evening champions won't take a knee, please. Everyone else would. Quinton de Kock. Name says it all. Right here. Okay, I shouldn't have read the rest of that. Uh, there's yeah. some comments about Black those. Lives Matters. <laughs> um, there's someone else having a crack at you about Black Lives Matters. I don't need to read that out. But then again, someone says, yeah. uh, uh, who is it? Glenn, the reality king. Uh, he says, um, greatest Raider ever. Badge. There you go, mate. Glenn, you're very generous, mate. But I think 
I'd be uh, I'd be very thrilled if you put me in your top ten. And here's a text quickly before we go to a break, boys. Um, someone's confused why uh, Inglis is playing for his junior club. Where is Maxville in Queensland? That's from Steve Oatley. And I'm confused about that as well, guys. <laughs> no, you know, it's a bit like Norfolk Island, part of New South Wales, probably going right. to be Queensland. Right, Maxville okay. as well. Okay. There's a the territory. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> All right, this is Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero uh, electric SUV range. It has landed. I but, think I've listen, cleaned up this interview Be enough. prepared. Okay, just be prepared. <laughs> Raiders great. Sam Bacco, we recorded him earlier today. Thank God we did that. He joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Queensland with two tackles. Well, they got two, they got 20 seconds to do something. Well, Lewis is desperately trying. He's done it. Uh, of course, tonight, the Canberra Raiders. We're looking at some of the greats who played for the Raiders and with yourself too, Badge. You played 115 games for the Raiders, Sam Bacco. Welcome to Sports Day, mate. Hey, thanks, fellas. Thanks for having me. What a machine, a try-scoring machine. Apart from the fact he's one of the, the great front rowers and um, proud and uh, great Indigenous rugby league player. Sammy was also, not. I'm not sure enough people realise, the first Kangaroos forward to score tries in his first three tests. That was the same year as that bit of um, stuff we just heard from 1988, State of Origin. But in your first three tests against the POM, Sam, that would bring back some great memories for you. Well, it's probably my best year, 1988 badge. We made the grand final in 87 against uh, Cliffy Lyons' team. Yeah, 1983, when you went back down to the Raiders, Sammy, I mean, he's only their second season in the competition. Of course, they came in in 82. What was it like? Was it... Was it Tough years, only very early to the Mate, competition. Uh, yeah, it was, they were tough years, but you, you think, you know, we, it was, they were building years, you know, like obviously Raiders, you know, they, they bought a few, they had a few fellas from Sydney, but they were relying mostly on, on local talent, you know. You know that's where you like your Chrissy Sullivan's and, you know, they, you know what's, our, what's our big fullback we had, Callaghan? And, uh, Bullwinkle. Quite a year back, Bullwinkle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Steve O'Callaghan. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, Callaghan, yeah. But, yeah, but well, the point I'm making, they, had, they, they used a lot of local stuff. And then they, you know, they only bought a few guys. Yeah, they had, I think, Cookie and, um, you know, they had Lloydie Martin, Percy, all, you know, virtually all the old Harry Hasbeads. You know, they, the Raiders took them on. I shouldn't say that. My big mate, Nana, he was the first captain. God bless him. But, you know, they bought a few blades down from Sydney, but they were, they were sort of relying on the local product, you know, building that up. But, Sam, what about those? some of those blokes, I've got to say, that were there in those early days with you, David Grant, you mentioned Nana, Terry Regan, uh, yourself. Jay Hoffman. It, it, it was a bit of a – they could play footy. They were tough. They were pretty loose. But, gee, what a rat pack off the field you mob were. You're getting some trouble <laughs> down there. Well, luckily I didn't have mobile phones around there, mate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we got... When but I first went down know. there, just for our listeners, when I first went down there, we got warned off, don't go out to a couple of different night clubs and pubs. They won't let you in if you're a Raider. Mm-hmm. So don't wear your Raiders gear because the boys had wreaked plenty of habit. 
But it took it took a few years, Sam, didn't it, to get uh, to really get the side or the team, the club playing, you know, to be properly competitive, semi-finals competitive. What do you reckon yeah, well, the catalyst I, for that was in '87? Well, you know, I think you know, like, you know, well, you got to you got to give Benny um, credit there, you know, like, but if you think of it, that, that whole leading up until '87, like '85, we made the um, the reserve grade made the grand final, and I dropped back out of the first grade to play the last few games in reserve grade to qualify. And Alan McMahon was the coach, so they were building, you know, it was building, building, you know, and then. Um, when when Benny come down and you know um, um, Fatty took over the like the head coach and you know Wayne was his other so Wayne sort of you know bought a different I suppose a different culture to the club you know and the mm. way how, you know the way you approach the way the way we played the game and how we thought about it yeah, he bought another psychology to the game I so I reckon he's a good psychologist oh Benny I've always said that. He must be good because he's born on the same day as me. <laughs> uh, now, of course, 86, a lot of really good players come down from Queensland, a, a, a gluttony of uh, players that all played Origin uh, eventually. Now, Sam, you talked about the 1987 Grand Final. What were your memories from that? I know there was Kevin Ward who had an outstanding game. It was a hot day. I can remember that. Cliffy Lyons put on a clinic. But you yourself, what's, what's some of the big memories from that day, last Grand Final at the SCG? Well, mate, just the, just the fact of being there, you know, like Cameron. But what pissed me off about it though was that the week before they give us um, they give us a motorcade ride around around um, Canberra, mm. and mate, you wouldn't believe. You know, I'm sitting in the front of this one. What are we What are we doing here? You know, like we haven't even played a game yet. You know, says, and so yeah, that. That, that just that pissed me off that little part of it. But anyway, as it turned out, Cliffy had a blinder. You know, Big Wardy was off his head, and they they got the they got the result. <laughs> mm. You talk about Wayne Bennett, but Donny Ferner, the influence that he had on those early years on that playing group. Mate, Donny, Donny's a legend, mate. I love the blow dearly. When I first went into the come back to Queensland, and I came back. Little halfback by the name of Jerry Delacruz. He was the first. Um, he was the first halfback for the Raiders before Chris O'Sullivan. You see, and Cruz rang me up and he said, "Brother, he said, get back here." He says, "Excuse me, I'm an He said, "You'll give it to these fellas in Sydney like that, you know." I, I sort of trained about, and I said, "No, I decided to go back." My uh, girlfriend at the time she left me and she's gone back there, and I ended up going back and married, and we had four kids. But that's another story. But at the time, <laughs> when I um. When I walked into the club there, the day I walked into the club, the Creamy and Leeds Club, the same day, and I didn't, I didn't, uh, the bloke had told me this, we'd already retired, we're sitting around his, around his um, backyard out at Wellington, big Jedder, Terry, Terry, uh, Terry Fay. Jed was walking up the steps with, with Donnie Ferner at the time, and, and this is a truth, you can't bullshit about this, because Jedder told me this story. And he said, when he walked in, when he was going up the stairs, Fatty, I walked in, I had long hair and I was a bit scruffy. Uh, I just got off the road, come back from North Queensland. And um, he said, you see that young bloke there? He said, he'll play for Australia like that, you know? And, you know, well, as it turned out, he, Donnie ended up 
picking me for Australia, and I, and I played in '88, the three tests, you know. But like, uh, I can't say, I can't speak highly enough of the man, you know, for what he done, and not just for me, but for all the players, you know. Like everybody was the same with Donnie, you know. Like you don't, he didn't have any any special to that. Everyone, you know, he, he had time for everybody. Good that's, judge that's of talent. Yeah, he was great judge of talent. Almost too nice in some ways to be a top grade coach because uh, he, yeah. he, he, li- he, he li- everyone loved him. He liked to be liked by everyone. Sammy, so we, we play that. We get beaten in our first ever grand final against Manly, 87. 88, we fell apart a bit with a few injuries, um, in, in particular to Mal. And, uh, but we were really looking, really looking strong and going well. But we, we, we finished up near the top of the table, went out the back door in the finals. And then you left. With um, along with Pete Jackson for the Broncos, yeah. Mm. What happened? What happened there? Yeah, me and Dino weren't the best of, uh, you know, best of best of buddies, but that's how it was. And yeah, you know, really, I wanted to get back towards start getting back towards Cairns, you know, back to home. I'm I'm a Queenslander, mate, and you know, North Queensland more in particular. 1988, you were the <laughs> you were the Dally M front row of the year. Now there were some great front rows back at the back end of the 80s and the and the early 90s. But which front row gave you the biggest headaches to play against? Mate, you, you, you're not going to believe this, but Big Donnie McKinnon. Oh, you remember Donnie? He yeah. played with mm. played with Buddy Norse, and then he went to Manly. Yep. Yep. Uh, 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 but Donnie was a Big raw bone fella, you know, and he was a copper too. And I think he might have thought that he knew that I didn't like coppers. <laughs> 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 he always just every time he he'd put a little bit more into him. every time he tackled me that big unit. But no, nah, like, mate, really, not too many, not too many fellas worried me. You know, like I always had an attitude like if you're not going to kill me, I'm going to kill you. You know, mm. so. Yeah, that's just me. That's just how I, I play the game. You know, either, you're either for me or against me. Mm. We do have to say a bit of a shout out to one of our regular um, listeners who, who texts in all the time, Sam, and talks about you, about being one of his best mates. Danger. <laughs> lives now, in Cairns. Lives in Cairns. Danger. Danger, yeah. I'm sure there's one lad here. <laughs> He'd be annoying. Mate, He'd I, be annoying, Sam. Yeah, danger. That's, a, that's one of them names, isn't it? You, you, you have to be clear. I've got, got a lot of mates that are, that are dangerous. <laughs> he's, well, he's, this one this one would be on the schooners at about, well, be dead set before midday. Yeah. yeah. If that rings any bells. Has eight long necks while having a bath every night. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I could, I could, I could put that. I could put a few blokes into that category. <laughs> <laughs> that Sa- isn't, yeah. Sammy Badge, uh, really good for, really great that you teed up, Sammy. Today, I'm glad we recorded this as well. A lot of uh, post interview uh, <laughs> yeah. editing going oh, yeah, on. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll be squeaky clean. Hopefully, I haven't missed anything. <laughs> Sam, well, been, just before we go, Sam, do you remember when you got banned from doing any interviews on on TV because you you dropped the f bomb? After <laughs> origin, wasn't it? Yeah, remember that? Mate. Well, it's common. It's common language on TV now. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But who 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 was that? It was like in 1987 or something. And Sam's winning man of the match every second week, but they couldn't. I think he must have he got brushed for a few because he, they couldn't interview him. But, uh, yeah, you were banned for a while, weren't you? 
Well, they used to say every time they interviewed me after that, we were on national TV, Sam, I said, right, I'll go and sort of you know, straighten up, get the back straight, <laughs> start thinking what you're going to say. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, when he when they said you can cut, you, you know, he's a, you're right now, and they grabbed you and said, "Yeah, you're one man of the match, Sam. Just be careful, yeah, yeah." So you must have gone. I'm not going to drop the f bomb. I don't know if you remember this dead set. We he won the the uh, the the dunce of the week or the t-shirt of the week for this. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good on your gear. Great. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, mate. And at the end they went. Oh, could I one more thing? You could see them all go a bit white. The the, the, <laughs> guy, the and he's gone. Oh, me and Ivan Henjack just bought a bottle shop down at Woden. Come and buy some piss from us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's gold. That is Funny. gold. I should have replaced. I should have replaced piss with grog. Yeah, yeah, you should have. <laughs> oh, great chat, Sam Bacco. I uh, hope you're enjoying yourself in Cairns. Uh, be good with danger up there, and and as one of the Raiders greats. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think I know the fella you're talking about, eh? It, 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 yeah, he's pesty a, looking. He's a man, he's a man, pesty fella, but he's a mad, he's a mad Raider man. Is he? I don't know if that's him, but anyway, we'll go, we'll go there, Sam. <laughs> mate, uh, thanks for being one of the great Raiders of all time. You're getting lots of votes tonight, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Hey, Ryan, thanks, fellas. Rightio, Sam Paco there on Sports Day. Thanks to the all-new Kia Nero. We better get to a break after that. I need to lay down. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Gary Belcher coming to you from the Canberra Raiders home studio tonight, asking you for your great Raiders players, 0457 736 736. Of course, Satsy here in the Sports Day studio. Sats, the text machine is going off. We're tonight. not sure whether he was on the Terps or not. From one of the uh, listeners says, "Is he on the Terps?" <laughs> Sam, <laughs> no, he just laid back and and can I just say for any new listeners, it's not the Canberra Raiders studio every night. No, we have a different name for the studio every night. I know I wouldn't. Yeah, um, but um, yes, tonight it's uh, the Raiders' turn. Yeah, one of our favourite sporty Gav uh, always gives us his input in relation to the uh, the different players. Uh, bad Sats, Woogie. Favourite Canberra players, Brett Mullins, Noah Andruku, Kenny Nagus, John Ferguson, uh, Big Mel. doesn't sound right, John Ferguson, does it? Chica. And, and, of course, Badge, Bradley Clyde. Oh, yeah. Bradley Clyde. Clyde. That's your favourite sets. So. Oh, Mel, yeah. and, Mel and Bradley. And, um, but um, we've had a lot of votes for Brad Clyde. A lot of votes. Yeah. yeah. How good was Clyde? I watched some... Some uh, 1989 test series. His, he was only 19 playing against the, the Kiwis over there. Yeah. They were a really tough mob, as they always have been, New Zealand. He was outstanding mm. for Australia. Outstanding. Now, Shagger from Lismore says, Hi, guys. Hard to pick from your favourite Raiders players. 80s and 90s, great sides. I don't think uh, there's two players I didn't think get, got enough credit. Well, there's one player here I think you gave a lot of credit to, Badge. And uh, Shagger says, Chicka Ferguson and Jason Croker. Mm. Oh, yeah, Toots Croker. Well, he played the most games for the Raiders. Yeah. Over 300. Um, and and so versatile. Played mm. on the wing, played in the front row. Played, could pack it, play, be your halfback, 5'8", your hooker, or your fullback. He was unbelievably versatile and, uh, and, and lovable rogue, too. Very... Um, <laughs> Still dangerous. Now, dangerous. now, Badge, you've told this Mate story a number of occasions, and no one ever gets sick of hearing the, the stories from yesteryear, but 
Favourite Raider, this is Adrian from Dural, was all uh, was all due to one game by Noah Nandruku versus Manly at Brookvale. Arguably the finest single performance by a winger ever. Nandruku, through speed, swerve and absolute wizardry, destroyed the defence and was simply astonishing. Now, you played in that game, Badge. Was that he 90, saved was that 92? Yeah, 93. Yep. Saved my butt, I reckon, three times when they made breaks and they, you know, I just fell over myself and didn't tackle mm. anyone and Noah would just turn up from nowhere around the ankles and make a great tackle he was he was amazing Noah yeah it was 93 that was the year that he first joined the Raiders yeah he had many fine games that was that was probably his greatest yeah um now just in relation to your injury Woogie um yeah. Busby boy says there's only one way you can get hurt raking leaves and that's falling out of a tree <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke like mate. It. it's not it's, <laughs> a, it's a serious injury mm. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, Kumar from Sydney says, "Good afternoon, gents. Every lives matter. Don't bring politics into sport. What about uh, other lives matter as well?" So we're talking about Quentin de Kock. Yeah, here. Quentin de Kock, of course, not uh, not taking a knee. There's been a lot of um, a lot of texts, and we'll, we'll get to get to those a little bit later on because they are, you know, there are a few there. Uh, boys' favourite Raiders player, Mullins Badge, and Alan Tung, the reptile. Oh, I can't split them. Yeah, mm. Tungy. He was. Um Geez, he was resilient, wasn't he, for so long? And one of the smaller forwards. And a little man, too. Just couldn't he cut him in half. Yeah, now another... Great, a great leader, too, you know? I yeah. Know they, they were good commentator, too. I've heard him leader. commentate rugby league on a number of occasions. Really good mm. insight into the game. Brad Clyde, best lock ever. Should be an immortal. Changed the way locks played the game. Now, he's most famous for not only his speed, his size, his work rate, but Badge, what, what was he renowned for? As an onlooker, I mean, you would have realised it, but well, I'll tell you, from a, a person and a fan that loved watching Brad Clyde and mm-hmm. being a lock growing up, he was always the man, when you brought the ball back or the wingers oh. brought the ball, he was always the man that take the second hit First up. back. Unbelievable. First down on the kick chase and first back when the other side kicked it. He he had such a big motor. He could just – and, and – he could hit it up like a front rower, mm. or he'd run down those, you know, down those edges as well, and yeah. and ball play, and yeah, he was outstanding, something special. I'd, if I, you know, get my vote if it came up, to, if he was an immortal, but he doesn't, he's he's not mentioned at all, is he? No, he's not for some reason. Now, Glennie says badge only said you because I thought it would help read my text out. What? Yeah, uh, good. That'll do. Thanks, Glenn. Badge was a legend. <laughs> oh. Badge was a legend, <laughs> rocking the dodgy Burt Reynolds mo. Oh, that's yeah. so true, that. <laughs> yes. Hey, can you help us out here, Badge? Good evening, gentlemen. Favourite Canberra Raiders player, Noah Andruku, closely followed by Angel Mariner. Marina. No, Angel Marina. Angel Marina. Angel Marina, really? flying winger in the early, uh, in the early. I think maybe right from the get-go, from 82. Yep. Canberra local, uh, hell of a nice bloke. Uh, he, I think he was only sort of there for about four or maybe five years. But, um, yeah, he's, he had a real sort of cult following down there, mm. along with, you know, the likes of, as Sam mentioned, Steve O'Callaghan, Bullwinkle. Yep. Um, they had some, uh, yeah, the, the Canberra community has really embraced them, even despite the fact they were pretty loose off the field. Mm. They, um, yeah, Angel was one of the best. Wow. We're going to get to a break, boys. Uh, keep your text messages coming through 0457 736 736. Your favourite Raider of all time, because badge tonight and tonight only coming from the Canberra Raiders. You know, home well, studio. Sam, Sam quickly mentioned there, big Jetta Terry Fay, the, the Redfern Red Express. Express. He was yeah. at Canberra for a few years. Was Whoa. he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah the Terry Fay sidestep. We called it Woogie. You know what he did? Someone was coming across in cover. 
He ran straight over the top of them. <laughs> the Terry face sides, too. Yeah, he was my hero growing up at South, mate. He was a great player. Oh, what a player, yeah. Um, 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day for the new Kia Nero electric SUV range. It has landed. Chris Nelson's up next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. On Sports Day, time for a racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, certainly is. We're getting pretty excited about a big Melbourne Cup day coming up next Tuesday. And there'll be races galore, won't there, around Queensland, Chris? There certainly will, Jase. So we've got a big weekend of racing, of course, at Eagle Farm with 10 races. But next Tuesday, and, you know, I still can't work out why it's not a national holiday. I mean, for a, there's so many uh, race courses around Australia that their biggest day of the year is Melbourne Cup Day, and they yeah. don't even have a public holiday. I so think we it's, should it's have, a weird one to me. Yeah, I think we should have more public holidays. I'm with you on that. Vote uh, Chris Nelson, PM. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'll uh, never get in. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a checkered past, huh? Yeah, probably. Uh, look, look, uh, look. Eleven, no, twelve meetings across uh, Queensland on uh, on Tuesday next week. So if you're in one of these areas and you want to go out and you'd like to enjoy the uh, the atmosphere of Melbourne Cup Day, and you don't have to be at Flemington to enjoy Melbourne Cup Cup Day atmosphere, I can tell you quickly where these meetings are, Jace, and they are Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, Toowoomba, Bundaberg, Charleville, Gladstone. Cumbia, Longreach, Mackay, Mount Isa, and Townsville. So there you go. Surely there's got to be a course close to everybody. And I'll be here in the Sports Day office uh, eating uh, probably a dried piece of chicken and a glass of lemonade. That'll be my day. With Sats. (laughs) Hanging out with Sats. How much fun can I go? Uh, Well, what else could you ask for? Hanging out with Sats on Melbourne Cup Day? A lot more. I could tell you that much. Badge, Badge, (laughs) Badge takes the day off. He's the smart one out of all of us, isn't he? He is a smart one. And which meeting would he go to, do you think, if he was, uh, if he had his choice out of all those? Probably oh, the Gold Coast. He's probably choppering somewhere around the country. I don't know. Queensland <laughs> is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. See you, mate. We'll catch you tomorrow. Will do. Thanks, Jase. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, let's uh, belt through this. Health authorities are concerned about rising coronavirus cases in one suburb in Sydney's inner west, although the majority, have a listen to this, New South Wales infections continue to be in regional areas with the Hunter and Murrumbidgee uh, areas recording the state's highest number number of cases today. Mm. Is that about access to the, to the vaccine or...? Oh, yeah, possibly, and and regional like Queensland and yep. and other regional areas, they're just taking their time, you know, mm. to get themselves vaccinated. Um, and uh, bad news, if you don't like needles, Australian regulators have approved a third dose of a dose of Pfizer to be rolled out from November eight. So we've got to have a third one. It's a booster. In, okay. A booster. Is it six months after badge or something? Isn't it? Oh uh, yes, that's what I know. That's what I've heard. But Dr. don't Gary. take it from me. Dr. Talk Gary. to your local GP or talk to Gary. If you've got any ailments, <laughs> give badge. Badge, I've got this rash. I want to Saw talk back. about it after the news. All right. Uh, get <laughs> Did range... you get that from raking as well? <laughs> get ranger confidence <laughs> for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. There are your news headlines. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero. Back soon. 
got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.